What if there was a different way to live and work? Beyond the hustle and hype, beyond the never-ending race to get more, more clients, more money, more audience, a way that's nourishing, grounded, creative, connected, and still makes a major impact in the world. You're listening to Wellpreneur with me, your host, Amanda Cook. Join me as we explore alchemy and action for entrepreneurs who want to do well and be well. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Wellpreneur podcast. This week, we're digging deep into step five, the final step of our transformation from being a stressed out solopreneur to becoming a thriving wellpreneur, an entrepreneur that is thriving in all areas of her life and her work. This has been a five-step process to go through this transformation. So if you're just joining us for this episode, I really recommend you go back and listen from the beginning of this season to understand every step along the way and how you can start to move through them yourself. You'll also want to make sure to download the free checklist, which is my Thriving Wellpreneur Roadmap, and it gives detailed items step-by-step on how to do this transformation yourself and how to move through these five phases. So far on this journey, we've started with step one, getting yourself well, and then step two, getting really clear on your vision for your ideal life and business. Then in step three, we got practical and took that vision and actually translated it into a seasonal plan to make progress on your projects. Then in step four, we're looking at giving you more freedom and spaciousness through my technique of eliminate, automate, outsource, among others. And finally, here we are in step five. Step five is all about alignment. This is the phase that we are going to hang out in as we continue to refine and align the way that we're working to give ourselves more freedom, more meaning, and more impact. This is a five-step process, but in my mind, it's not linear. It's a cycle. So we go through these five phases, and then we hang out here in a line and refine. But at some point, the world shakes us up again, either because life happens, there's something that's happened that just makes it so that we get shaken out of our routine, or we go through an incredible period of growth, or we have a really shifting vision for our business and our life. When any of these things happen, then we want to go back to phase one again and start over and go through the cycle again. But in my mind, it's really, it's like a cycle, but it's a spiral. It's a spiral going upwards. So every time you go through the process, it gets easier to do, and you're able to rise higher and higher and create work with bigger impact and meaning and generate even more freedom and alignment in your life. So I really like this sense of it being a cycle or a spiral because we're never done. We're always learning, especially you as the entrepreneur, as the wellpreneur. We're curious. We're creative. We like to grow ourselves and develop. And so we're not just going to be stagnant, staying in one place, saying, well, I've got that all figured out, right? That's just not how life works in my experience. We're always growing and changing. And so this is the final step in this process. We'll hang out here for a while. That while could take a long time. You could hang out here for years or you could just be here for months. And then you're going to go back around and start with getting yourself well and moving up to that next level of development. So let's talk about this step five, align and refine. The archetype for this phase is the weaver, the weaver. 
This is an ancient archetype. There are in so many traditions stories of women as weavers and spinners, spinning thread, you know, making something out of nothing, combining these different elements to weave the web of the world. And I love this image of the weaver for this phase because she's taking all the little threads from the different parts of your life, the different parts of who you are, and weaving them together into this tapestry of your life and your work that is uniquely suited to you. That's the cool thing about this process is that it's not putting you on some trajectory that everybody else is following who follows this pattern. No, you're using your inner strength, your inner wisdom, contacting your inner guide, your personal vision for your life and your business to weave together a version of life and work that really suits you and your strengths and your desires. So we're working with the weaver in this phase to help us weave all these different threads together. The element is ether, which is full of motion and action and space and potential. And the chakra is the throat. Being able to clearly communicate what you want and like stand in your power and really have be in touch with your voice and that sense of real clarity about the message that you have to get out in the world. So in this phase, because this phase is intended to be something that we're in for a long time, there are different areas that we're going to look at throughout the course of being in step five, align and refine. First are your alignment with natural cycles. And how can you work with those natural cycles to make your life and work easier? This is the core thing that we talk about in Alchemy in Action. In fact, we even have seasonal content bundles to help you really get into like each of the energies of the season and look at how you can apply those into your life and work just to make it feel a bit easier and more flowing. Plus, it's super creative and grounding and mindful and fun. But you have more than just the seasonal cycles at play in your life. You've got daily cycles, weekly, monthly, and then the yearly cycles. And you can look at each one of those and how you can work with them to really make the most of your life and your work. So if you look in a day, for example, like if I look at my day, I am a total morning person. I love getting up early. I get out of bed with tons of energy. And I just, I can't really relax in the morning. I just have to do loads of stuff. So that is my most productive time. It's my most creative time. It's the time when I can write, when I can create new things. If I need to get a big project done at work, I want to do it first thing in the morning. For me in the afternoon, I'm just not as sharp. So of course I can still do some things, but that's a better time for me to be doing things like administrative things or meetings where I can be chatting with other people. It's not a good time for me to be doing real creative work. Now that's just me. And I know that from tuning into my body and my the signals my body gives me. But other people are just the opposite and they really come alive at night. So no one approach is better than the other, but it really helps you to recognize that approach so that you can shift your work day and your work hours or your creative time or your workouts or whatever to fit those natural cycles. Why go against it if you could go with it and make it be easier. Go with your natural inclinations and it makes everything feel easier and more flowing. You might also have cycles to your week, which could be really dictated based on your other family responsibilities and other things going on in your life. 
Um, you can have a monthly cycle, which could be stuff in your life. But for women, if you're still menstruating, can be really tied into your menstrual cycle. Or for everyone, could be tied into the moon cycle. Some people get a big burst of energy around the full moon, for example. I didn't used to pay attention that much to my periods. I just kind of I don't know, didn't pay attention to them that much. But as I've gotten much more tuned in, I've started to see at different points during the month when I feel like being really social and outgoing and other times where I'm just going to be naturally a bit more tired or negative about things. And because I've recognized that, I've learned that on those couple days a month that I'm more inclined to be negative, I can still have the feelings, but I don't need to make any decisions on them. So now when I'm having those feelings, I can just say, you know what, let's write it down, let's journal about it, and then let me look back on it next week and see if this is something I really want to take action on. That is huge insight So to get off of the emotional roller coaster that so many of us are on in our lives for different reasons and be able to say, huh, I know that I'm going to struggle at this point. And this could happen at other times during the week or during the year. If there's a specific anniversary that might get you down every year or make you get reflective on your life, then you might be aware of that and know that you want to put your feelings at that time. You want to definitely honor them and explore them, but maybe not make huge decisions when you're in that phase. You might want to give it a little time before you make decisions. That's hugely important insight that can make your life and work a lot easier and more even and flowing. So in this phase, we want to look at your natural cycles and really help you to be refining and aligning. So this phase, you can see it's all about these little tweaks and tunes that just shift you into more flow. Oh, I love that idea of flow. So good. So that's what this phase is about. In this phase, we continue forward with automation tools. So how can you automate things like your calendar and your appointment booking? We talked about that a little bit last time, but there's lots of ways you can out automate. And so this is something we can go further with in this phase because we want to keep always reviewing what are we spending our time on and is there a way this could be easier? Could we eliminate, automate, outsource it? Also something like automating your sales funnel. So whether that is for automating a funnel for new coaching clients to come in or automating a funnel for selling your information products or selling your books or selling your programs. There's a lot you can do to automate that whole the marketing and the sales process. This is the phase where we also get serious about outsourcing. And no matter what point you're at in your business, you can outsource something even very small. So a lot of people will start by outsourcing some design work or some tech work or outsourcing some social media scheduling tasks or email management to a virtual assistant. And that's something that we dig into more deeply in this phase to help you understand what the options are for outsourcing, what makes the most impact for you to outsource, and then some steps on how to actually do that. Because I know that that can feel a bit overwhelming for people who haven't done it before. But once you get the habit down and you get used to delegating and you know how to find people to help you, then it is just a source of so much freedom. Also in this phase, we want to look at multiple income streams or passive income. For many business owners, it is really smart to have multiple streams of income because then you're not reliant just on one source for clients or one service offering to bring in all of your revenue. 
One income stream that people like to add or one type of income stream is a passive income stream. And what that means is it's something that can just sell without you having to do anything about it. So for example, if you write a book and then you put the book online for sale, that book can become passive income because it just sells and it doesn't matter how many it sells. It's no extra effort for you because you've already produced that book. Another type of passive income is an ebook or an e-course or a toolkit, some sort of downloadable information training product. You can set up courses like this on platforms like Teachable or Thinkific. And once you've set it up, it's passive because, of course, you have to do marketing effort to market the product, but it doesn't matter if one person buys it or 100 people buy it. There's no extra effort for you for that delivery. Now, this is in contrast to a group coaching program. So a lot of people shift from one-on-one coaching to group coaching. That is an excellent idea. I love it and I recommend it for a lot of people to do like a blend usually and, and do some group coaching, but that's not passive. That in my mind is more leveraged, which is also really good and provides another income stream. But with group coaching, you're still showing up and it's your time or someone's time to deliver that coaching program. Whereas an online course or training product, info product, toolkit, um, downloadable items, something like that, those are completely passive because even the delivery is automated. Except for marketing it, you don't have to do anything. So there's lots of ways that you can bring multiple income streams and passive income into your business. But like everything, you can't add them all at once. So in this phase, And this, no matter how many times you've spiraled back through this phase, you can always take a look at your mix of products and services and see if it makes sense to add something else to that mix. Another passive income stream that's quite popular that we've talked about before on the podcast is affiliate marketing. So affiliate products mean that you are going to sell somebody else's products. It's almost like a referral fee. So you recommend somebody else's training course or product. And then if that person buys it on your recommendation, you get a commission. Yes, there's effort in the active marketing of the affiliate products, but you don't need to be involved in the delivery. So I count that as a passive income stream. And when you find products and services that are complementary to what you do, this is an excellent passive income stream to add because it's easy for you to do and you know that you're giving your customers great value because you're only referring products and services that you know are great and that you know they need because they're complementary to what you're doing already. So that can be a really good option to add in. The final element we want to look at in the align and refine phase is measuring results and adjusting. It doesn't sound that sexy, does it, to measure results? But I see so many wellpreneurs that are just doing marketing and running their business and not taking that time every month to stop and reflect back and see what's actually working. See, here's the cool thing. When you actually measure your results and you look at what's working, then you're able to make decisions on that information. So you might find that you're able to do a lot less by just focusing in on those couple income streams or those couple marketing activities that are really driving results and you can let everything else go. But if you're not taking that time every month or at the very least every year to look back at where your income came from, which products are selling, how is your growth on different social platforms, if you're not doing that, then 
how do you know? You're kind of operating blind. You're just going off of gut instinct. Now, you know, we love gut instinct here, and that is a big part of tuning into your intuition and following your own path. But there is definitely room for us to use our brains and our intellect and our analytical abilities here to take a look at what what are the actual performance numbers. So in this phase, we're going to talk about easy ways and automated ways to start to measure results in your business so that you can get a sense of like what's really working, what's driving sales for you, so that you can make decisions that actually ultimately will give you more freedom and impact in your business. As we move through this phase, the key mindset that we come up against again and again is, will you let it be easy? Will you let it be easy? Will you give yourself permission that it's okay to be even more successful and let it feel even easier? What if that could be true for you? That's what we're exploring in this phase because it sounds like, oh, sure, of course I want it to be easy. But as we've talked about in previous episodes, that idea of allowing work to be easy, allowing work to be joyful is layered with history and messages and stories and impressions from childhood and in our early experiences with work and success. And it's not just as easy for most of us as saying, yeah, sure, let's let it be easy. So we want to dig into that in this phase too and keep peeling back the layers to step more into alignment and flow and ease with our life and our work. So there you go. We've been through all five steps of the stressed out solopreneur to thriving wellpreneur journey. At this point in the journey, you'll be feeling well in yourself. So you know you're doing the basic things that you need to keep yourself well as an entrepreneur. You're clear about what you want to create in your life and your work so that you can easily make decisions about is this the right path for you or is this something that doesn't really fit with where you're going? You have a clear plan. So we've eliminated that sense of overwhelm and trying to do it all because we've picked that project that has the maximum ease and the maximum impact. You've mapped it out so you know exactly what you need to do to complete that this season. Then you've put boundaries around your work time. You're putting in some strategies like batching your tasks and time blocking your calendar, having clear work times and looking at eliminating, automating, and outsourcing some tasks so that you have more freedom in your life. And finally, you're feeling really aligned with your work, and you know that you can just do small little adjustments to bring yourself into more ease and flow. This is what it's all about, being a thriving wellpreneur, thriving in all areas of your life, financially, in relationships, in your creativity, in your health, feeling embodied. You are the whole person as a wellpreneur. You're not just your business. It gives you such a position of power to operate from, power and clarity to move forward and create what you really want in your own life. Now, this entire five-step process is part of our Alchemy and Action membership. If you'd like to be part of a community of inspired, creative entrepreneurs who are living this way. They're living in alchemy and action. We're all at different phases of our journey, different points in our businesses, but we're going through these phases to move from that typical model of being a stressed out, overwhelmed solopreneur to a really grounded, aligned entrepreneur who is doing well and being well. Alchemy and action is the community for entrepreneurs who want to do well and be well. 
I created it last year because I wanted that place where we could hang out with people like us, where it wasn't just about the hustle and the push, where we could be growing the businesses that we wanted to grow while not burning ourselves out and while exploring delicious like seasonal alignment and the energies of the season and lots of little woo topics that so many of us have been curious about as we dive down these little rabbit holes and we look at how to apply things like working with our energy and chakras and crystals and essential oils and herbal remedies and our ancestors and using all of those in our personal life and our business life. That's the alchemy bit. The action bit is this, is that transformation from solopreneur to wellpreneur with step-by-step details and tools and supportive communities. So if you'd like to join us, I encourage you to go check out wellpreneur.com slash alchemy to learn more about how you can take part and become one of us in the Alchemy in Action community. We'd love to meet you and get to know you there and help you on your own transformation from solopreneur to thriving wellpreneur. Next week, I'm going to be back with the next episode in this season, and we're going to talk about one of the practices that has been absolutely transformational for me, which is accountability and masterminds. And I'm going to talk with you about how I use accountability and masterminds to get awesome results and really get the support that I need to grow my business and and take those leaps while feeling supported. It's so fantastic. If you've never had an accountability partner or been part of a mastermind group, you'll definitely want to come back next week for that episode where I'm going to dig into it in much more detail and share my personal tips for how to get the most out of an accountability type buddy type relationship. Okay, that's it for me. If you'd like to talk about what we learned over these past few episodes, come join us in our Wellpreneur community group on Facebook. And I'm sure you have by now, but if you didn't, um, go ahead and download the roadmap, the Thriving Wellpreneur roadmap that goes along with this podcast season. You can get that at wellpreneur.com slash roadmap. Okay, have a fantastic week and I'll see you back here next week so we can talk about accountability partners and mastermind groups. 